Dee and Lance, I think you guys should challenge Adam and Jamie from Mythbusters to a fight to see who will rule San Francisco. No holds bar, anything goes. This is Sick and Wrong, the world's source for antisocial commentary. Brought to you by AdamandEve.com. Good evening. Welcome to Sick and Wrong, the world's source for antisocial commentary. I'm your host, Steve Simon. I'm Lance Wackerly. What's up there, Wacker? Mm, nothing. <laughs> Not a lot. I mean, personally or in the world? No, personally. I'm, I'm actually oh, nothing asking about your welfare. Nothing personally. Mm-hmm. This plane, this goddamn plane, I tell you. Is it keeping you up at night worrying about the no, plane? No, no, not at all. And the lost people. I just think it's funny. It really, <laughs> I mean, if you're a news director, this is like vacation month for you. You don't have to put any thought into your job. No, all you got to do is talk about the plane. Just, what are we going to do tonight? The plane. But it's a moot point anyways because Courtney The Love, plane, Ukraine. Oh, Courtney Insane Love already the found brain. the plane. Oh yeah, she's a genius. Yeah, so she I found mean, some, she found some like JPEG artifacts on a fucking picture of waves. Ooh, she knows. You'll see. They're gonna. Yeah. They should go to the spot that Courtney Love pinpointed. And you uh, mean they haven't yet? I. They should. That's sexist. Just because she's a woman, because she's a lady, they don't they don't put any faith in their observations. I don't think the Malaysian president is a uh, a supporter of Courtney Love and her theories. Well, aren't the Malaysians all – I mean, they're not supporters of any woman that's outside of the house. So, Wackerly, on a scale of 1 to 10, 1 being not so worried, 10 being extremely worried, how worried are you, because I'm coming up to San Francisco this weekend, that my plane might be hijacked and diverted and flown out like over the Pacific Ocean somewhere? Well, I mean, you're making it sound like you know it was a hijacking now. Okay. I mean, it just goes missing. Diverted. Goes missing. Goes how missing. how worried are you? Scale of one to ten. Not. So you're talking about like maybe a three? Point three. <laughs> <laughs> You'd have to uh, do the podcast yourself. It'd be tough. But you're going to be over land the whole – if your plane crashes, people are going to see it. That's what I'm saying. You never know. It could be aliens. The aliens abducted – you know, the aliens could, have, could abduct this plane. Do you think you're going to get probed? There's a chance. Well – I'll probably either get probed by the aliens or probed when I land in San Francisco. So uh, it's a good chance. Whatever um, floats your boat. Coming up for uh, the sister's birthday. Right, but your sister's not actually doing anything because I inquired and she's and she like, if you could like screech at somebody over text, that's what she did. She was quite I was upset. Like, oh, hey, what are we doing for your birthday this weekend? Happy birthday! She's like. Nothing. I've got to work too much, and I can't do anything. And I'm like, oh, I thought Dave was coming up. D was coming up, and we were going to hang out. And she's like, no, it's the worst weekend for him to come up ever. Yeah, she was uh, quite like, bitter okay, about it. Okay, bye. You know, I, I did it as a surprise. I'm like, hey, surprise! I'm coming up for your birthday. Let's uh, mm-hmm. go out and do something. And she, I mean, the girl works every week, like every, every day of every week. Yep. She never takes a vacation, so it's like, what weekend no. could you come up? I think she gets Mondays off or something. You told me occasionally. Okay. But she has a huge event sweet, with, sweet Monday with Google this, this weekend, so she can't really Google. do anything. But 
Whatever. I'm still surprising her. A bunch of nerds hanging out, and they'll be... Google parties are like, they'll have, like, bobbing for apples and shit. And you're, it's the kind of party... You ever go to a party where they have, like, lame activities, and then you feel forced to do them? Like, I don't want to fucking bob for apples. I'm 30. You know, Google... Eight, nine. Google makes so much money, they should, like, hire real talent to perform at their parties. Yeah. Like they did back in the day. Like, do you remember they back in the day? They probably still do. They probably make Snoop Dogg Bob for apples too. Like, oh, Snoop Dogg's here. We're going to make him Bob for apples. He's like, shit. Shit. Well, it's in my contract. I, I bet you Snoop Dogg would Bob for apples for 50 grand. <laughs> Don't you think so? Probably. I would. He's got a lot of kids <laughs> to support. If Google wanted us to MC their, uh, their festival for $50,000, I'd do it. Yes, I would do it for $50,000. Speaking of festivals, I think we should MC though. Coming up, and we predicted this, by the way, Fred Phelps' big gay death party. We predicted that he would die. That was a bold prediction. Well, we predicted that there will be a party, this fictitious oh, party that uh, that we're planning. Are we going to be credited? You know, it's kind of funny. I sort of forgot about Fred Phelps. I mean, of course, yeah, you know about him. You know about the Westboro Baptist Church, but he just kind of fell off my they radar. They haven't been doing many high-profile protests lately, it seems. You know, the last time I thought about the Westboro Baptist Church was, I think it was a year ago, because they were going to protest Jeff Hanneman's memorial at the Hollywood Palladium, Jeff Hanneman from Slayer. Yeah. And I remember thinking, like, oh, God, Slayer fans are going to, like, you know, attack these people, and this is going to be great. And then they pulled a no-show. They never – they actually – they threatened to picket the uh, memorial, but they never showed up. I remember some guy bought a, – a gay guy bought a house across the street from their church and painted it rainbow colors. That's the last time I heard of him. Yeah, that's still there. But, you know, you just kind of – Fred Phelps just sort of fell off the face of the earth. And I kind of thought, you know, he, he must be in a coma or maybe he's in a home because he has dementia. You know how they do that when uh, an old an elderly person is afflicted? They shoot like they Ronald Reagan. No, like Ronald Reagan. Like he was out of the pu public eye for like ten years. Yeah, so, he's like not himself anymore. Well, I kind of thought they did the same thing with Fred Phelps. Like the church is like, okay, Fred's a little crazy now. You know, he's <laughs> shooting he his pants. He's trying to kiss men because he's really like a closet homosexual and <laughs> he's he, jacking off in public. Yeah, and so they're like, let's just put him up in the attic and you know out of the public eye, we'll continue protesting funerals and uh, picketing uh, funerals of dead soldiers, but uh, Fred's not going to be He's not going to be there so much. His daughter was very prominent. Yeah. His, well, Looks you like know, a fucking prairie wife. Well, anyway, it's his son who dropped the bombshell this weekend that uh, Fred Phelps is in hospice care, meaning he's on his death deathbed. I mean, hospice is rarely longer than a month. So he's on his deathbed, and uh, he's been excommunicated from the church. According Why? to his son, his estranged son who hasn't seen his dad in 30 years. Apparently, and this is what I don't, I don't so know. So for 30, so his, so the son that's reporting this has been anti Westboro Baptist church for 30 years. Yeah. He's been out of the church. Okay. Where's, where's he getting this inside information? I don't know. But, um, Phelps was excommunicated last August when he advocated Kinder treatment of fellow church members. Kinder treatment of fellow... Well, what is that supposed to mean? You know, I don't know. Do they just not treat anybody fellow kindly? Fellow Westboro Baptist church members? Or I fellow, guess. like, evangelicals that don't subscribe to their hardcore beliefs? I think, uh, I think both. I think uh, other, like, Christian sects. And then also, oh. um, 
you know, fellow church members. Maybe they just, they hate everybody, you know, even their other parishioners. But what, from what I'm hearing is that Phelps was, uh, he wasn't excommunicated because they were sick of all this, like, I hate the gays and hardline no, no, not shit. That. He wasn't hardline enough. That's what it says here. A board of male elders took over after a power struggle <laughs> with that Phelps elders. daughter, Shirley. <laughs> Shirley so Phelps. You know, Shirley <laughs> Shirley, Phelps. you're joking. Shirley Phelps has a hyphenated last name. Shirley Phelps Roper. Isn't that interesting? <laughs> well, yeah. We know why Roper is interesting. Church doctrine uh, holds that women are subservient to men, meaning the next leader could not be a woman. And I think that's what uh, precipitated this struggle here. Oh, because uh, Fred wanted his daughter Shirley to be in there. Well, Shirley's just as hateful and just as full of spite as her dad. Is that the one that looks like the prairie wife? Like, you know, she's got the long flowing hair down to her ass. And and just, yeah, she's hideous looking. Look at her. Shrill. She's always on, you know, the O'Reilly factor or whatever. She's just a, 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 she's a soulless harpy. Look at that, that horrible creature. And I mean, and, and, and yeah, and, and the weird thing about it too, and I never knew this, is that nine of Phelps' 13 children are members, and there's only 20 members of the church. Well, how many are on the Council of Elders? I mean, it must be one of the members of his family. Are they all related? It's just like one Somewhat. big incestuous church here. See, when you say it's only 20 people, then who gives a shit? Why we went, why we went so worked up about it for so long? It seems like well, they have more than 20 offensive. people at the protest, don't they? Or does it do like one of those camera tricks like the Scientologists use? Yeah, you know, it's usually, there's usually only like five to ten people at those. And this is what we've been all worked up about? It's the children. Uh, you know, the, the, they actually have like toddlers wearing the God Hates Fag shirts. That's what people are worked up about. They're, he's Who indoctrinating cares? his children There's still only like 20 people hatred. and their children. The Harold Camping guy from my town – you know, that like convinced everybody that the world was going to end and they gave away all their goods. Like his church was like a hundred people at least. Well, they're okay, way they're, better, but they're arguably the most obnoxious hate group. They're in the America, most visible though. because everybody pays attention to them, but it's only 20 people. Well, because Good they Lord. create controversy. It's guerrilla marketing. They just go yeah. to any, I mean, they pick at military kids funeral or military, so military funerals. They pick it. Uh, you know, if I, a gay kid was uh, gay bashed, Died. That was the best. That was the best Matthew viral Shepherd. thing. The best viral thing they ever did was moving on from the gay funerals to the military funerals. Because when you get down to it, the American public, if you're protesting gay people's funerals, are just like, eh, I don't really like gays either. <laughs> now that you mention it, they're kind of obnoxious. That one guy was like making fun of me the other day at the shoe store, and I'm pretty sure he was gay. But then they, that when they started uh, protesting the military funerals, that's when all the red-blooded Americans got all worked up. And Harley members. And, and Harley uh, members, yeah. None of the Harley members were at Matthew Shepard's funeral. What about, what about Newtown? Oh, they did they, that They too. protested Newtown. How did they connect that to the gays? I forgot. I have Because no everything idea. is connected to the gays. The reason they protest the military funerals is because of Don't Ask, Don't Tell. Or now it's just called... Just tell and it's fine, I guess. Is the no, they, they, they established some tenuous connection to like Jesus and like there's somehow like a homosexual was, was orchestrating this, you know, yeah. the, the murder of these children. I don't know. Oh, they, the, the Newtown thing. Yeah, right. Yeah, but they, they somehow create like this tenuous connection to justify their hatred and their, and their picketing. It's pretty good viral marketing. It's guerrilla marketing. I mean, they send viral people out trolling, there. Viral trolling, really. Yeah, it's, it's, 
I mean, it's incredible. And that, and that, and that's the thing. It's like, I, I don't really know. I mean, we're, we're talking about this, uh, before the show. It's like, what, what would you do to match that? I mean, you know, we, or we decided our idea was to organize a big gay death party, a huge blowout party. That was mostly just, I wanted a giant hot tub, <laughs> but Let's be real. Now that now that the time has come, we have to be realistic. We're not going to get a giant hot tub. Well, it was funny though because I, I went back and I found that show. And back then, you wrote the descriptions for the show. Didn't even put anything about Fred Phelps in the description, so it was really hard to find. What am I, the inventor of tagging? That was like before tagging even existed. It was 2010. Did they tag in 2010? No. Well, I mean, maybe the cool kids did, but we're not, like, cutting edge. <laughs> well, anyway. We should be tagging the shows with all the topics, like hashtag Fred Phelps rehash, hashtag plane, missing plane. You would write, like, maybe one sentence, like, D shows up late for show, show must go on, phone call. Like, that, yeah. that was it. Because who cares? <laughs> I mean, who really cares what's written in the description? Nobody reads it. Yeah, but I think people search for it. That's that's the tag. It's metadata, wackily. But it wasn't. We didn't. It, we didn't understand metadata. It was just a description of the show. Back at, then. at the it was time, it was supposed to be did. kind of funny. But then I figured out that I'm making these things. I'm trying to make these things funny, but nobody reads them. Well, what was funny about it is I find I finally found the show, and not only did we talk about Fred Phelps's big gay death party and planning, a, you know, a hot tub for that, and who's going to perform. We actually had a sick and wrong intern. On the show. Do you remember that girl? Yeah. <laughs> Leslie. Kind of, kind of a dumb idea <laughs> to try I, to I don't know why. she. No, this girl contacted us because she wanted to learn how to podcast. And I guess she was a fan. Mm. She wanted to learn how learn to podcast. The best. And, uh, learn from the horse's mouth. She wanted to see us in action. So we had her on the show. And I think all we did was just make her go get us beer. Did Which we, was like five feet away. Yeah, we were like, go to the refrigerator and get us a Get us a beer. That's the first rule of podcasting. You must have beer. Beer must be on hand at all times. Plus, wasn't she like 35? Yeah, she was She was kind of attractive, wasn't she? Yeah, I'm just saying she wasn't like she know, wasn't, high school. No, she wasn't like a 19-year-old or something. <laughs> she, she wasn't getting college credit for this. <laughs> Here's a clip. I've, I've, I've got a clip here of that show. This is episode 229 if you want to hear the whole thing, but... In the beginning of it, we were talking about Fred Phelps. Well, I was upset because Fred Phelps protested Dio's funeral. And oh. the Westboro Baptist Church came out and picked at Dio's funeral. And that really got my goat at the time. So here, here it is. I'm quite upset that they were uh, picketing Dio's funeral. I mean, they really crossed a fucking line now. I, you know, I'm not happy about this. It, it pissed me off all right. weekend. Now they're, now they're interfering with my Memorial your, Day weekend. Now they're interfering with your religion. Yeah, exactly. Metal. You know, they're, they're interviewing with them. They're, they're interfering with metal. our own voices here. They're just going to listen for a little bit longer. I to, uh, there's one part of it. Really that super I painful. Well, it's funny because if you could go back in time and tell that this is Lance four years younger would you have been like, stop the podcast now? Just stop. Like, well, what would you so, tell your your 2010 Lance versus it's too 2014? Yeah, we'd been doing it for uh, four years already, right? Yeah. What would I tell myself? I, I invest in Candy Crush. <laughs> yeah, I would probably. Uh, I would probably do that. You know, better on the Seahawks in oh, yeah, uh, 2014 on fred phelps fred phelps fred waldron phelps waldron 
was born in November 1929. Lord. He is old. Yeah. He's old. He's like in his 80s. I don't think Fred Phelps has that much longer. So 29, you said? I bet you Fred Phelps is dead within the next two years. And that's where we're wrong. Because uh, he lasted four years past that. But I bet you now I'm, I'm going to make a, an educated wager here. I'm thinking he's probably going to be dead by June. <laughs> well, you have by a bad June. track record. Now he's going to live for two more years. Well, maybe. But uh, I, I'm thinking June. We're probably not going to find out about it till June because they're probably not going to let it leak because they're going to try to keep it under wraps because they don't want us to, to uh, you know, throw a big gay death party for Fred Phelps. I still think my we favorite, should. My favorite thing about all this are the gays who uh, are trying to discourage people from protesting his funeral. The whole, like, we've got to be the better people and be respectful. Well, I don't. No, fuck that. <laughs> Less respectful. Well, I don't get it. Why? why? Why should we show compassion to this guy who's devoid of compassion, who's just filled with hate? We're supposed to lead by example of not being filled with hate. But I think it's funny. I, I actually think I think protesting just Fred Phelps' funeral is uh, is actually kind of pointless because th- I think they will they'll they'll see the church other church people will see that as a validation of their views of the heathens that they would protest such a holy man's funeral. I think you have to keep doing it so it's you have to protest every funeral of anybody who's related to that church for like the next ten years. And just just keep doing and and realize that it's going to be irritating and nobody's going to like the press is going to stop following it at some point. But still, just keep showing up. Be like, oh, who are we pro- protesting today? Well, Bob McGriffin. Well, who's he? Oh, he's part of the Westboro Baptist Church. You don't know him, but you know, since he's part of the church, we're protesting his funeral too. Well, like, oh, but his family wasn't that involved. Yeah, they're pretty involved. Yep, they went to some of the protests of the gays and the military <laughs> people and the uh, you know whatever Newtown people. So we're here. You know, well, it's 10 years after Fred Phelps is gone. But no one's going to do that because they have a dedicated it would be following if they did. that would do this. But, I mean, are you going to – There's only 20 of them. You can't find 20 people who live around that church. Would you do it? Would you, would you travel? If I lived there? It, okay, if I lived in Kansas – and that's the thing. I wouldn't mind mobilizing well, sick and wrong fans I wouldn't live in Kansas. travel across the strait. But if I lived in Topeka – and I, you know, who has anything else? These funerals are always on Sunday. You're bored as fuck and hungover anyway. It's just, you don't have to make a big to-do about it, but just go down there when there's a funeral, bring a lawn chair, crack open a beer, put a big dumb sign up, like play Madonna on a, big, on a boom box. Yeah, sure. There you go. I'm not, I'm not talking about a big production. Just that's all you have to do. Well, I mean, we came up with the big gay death party as a huge production, Obviously, we're not going to be able to do that. I mean, I would love to do that. I just don't have the time. I mean, if a sick and wrong fan, you know, had the time and wanted to organize this event, yes, we would back you. endorse it. We'll endorse it. I mean, that would be great. But I don't have time to do that. But, I mean, okay, yeah, you can make your point. uh, We could do do a uh, Edward Snowden and, like, Skype in. Dude, just a, a yeah, just trying to show up on a. And no, if someone threw a party and, and sick and wrong was involved, I would show up for it. I think that'd be great. I'd love to MC. Yeah, you're gonna fly to Kansas for the weekend. I would fly to Kansas for the weekend. If someone like was able to raise money and do this, because you know, I really you do better think, put some limitations on this. Like, what if somebody raises twenty bucks and there's three people there? Now you're you know you're gonna like, okay. I'm rock, saying fly Southwest out there. If someone raised okay, if someone raised fifty thousand dollars. And and organized got got Lady Gaga to play it or 
whoever. Um, now, now you're just making it impossible for anybody. Slayer, to Lady, they protested Lady Gaga's show. Why? I'm sure she has a vendetta against the the church. Why not? Yeah. Why not? It's because she has another show in like Kuala Lumpur where she's going to be making like fifty million dollars that day. Well, who knows if if it worked out that her schedule was open and somebody called her and was like, "Hey, we're putting on this." benefit show and we're going to donate all the proceeds to aids research what if uh somebody raised five thousand dollars and got raffi to come and play baby beluga will you show up then? Ooh, if raffi came out is raffi still alive yeah he's still alive he's on twitter huh i guess maybe then but i'm just saying i would if someone's gonna pay for my flight out there and they're gonna donate the proceeds yes sure We'd have a big gay death party. All right. But well, if you if you go, and you take your iPad, I will Skype in for fifteen minutes. I'll just get a mannequin, and I'll just put the iPad on like the. I'll remove the head, and I'll put the mannequin on his neck, just so we could have your face. I'm cool with that. Is that cool? Make sure the mannequin is hung. I'll get a transsexual blow up doll, and. Uh, <laughs> But no, I'm just you know in honor of Fred Phelps. But I'm just saying it was a good idea to have that big gay death party. I wouldn't mind you know actually having that event uh, occur. I'm just not willing to put forth the effort to do it. I was mostly interested in the giant hot tub. Yeah, we had a giant hot tub. I think we're all going to go for the biggest fart, like a, a, a collective underwater fart, fart. In the underwater fart. Yeah, and Queen was going to play, and uh, who else? Uh, Lady Gaga. I forget who else. We, we isn't we one came of the kids with. from. Uh... American Idol now singing with Queen. Adam Lambert. A lot less respect for Queen now. Maybe, but Adam Lambert's gay, so maybe he would oh, uh, come come play at the big gay death party for Fred Phelps. But anyway, what was funny about it is if you listen to this show, I talked about, I discussed this blog spot I made called Drop Dead Freddy, or no, deadfreddy.blogspot.com. Forgot all about it. I, I guess I had made it, and you were like, you actually did this? Like, you were surprised I even did it. And so I looked it up. It's still up there. And the last comment was from June 2nd, 2010. And people were actually commenting on, like, different bands that should play. Like, this guy's like, get Steel Panther and Lamb of God and the big four of thrash metal to play. This guy's saying, uh, yeah. I don't know, a bunch of other people. Someone from South, the HIV positive Muppet from the South African Sesame Street. Did yeah. not know that existed. I didn't know that either. But anyway, it was kind of funny. So I actually made a uh, Facebook fan page called, uh, what is it called? Uh, Facebook.com slash Fred Phelps Death Party. And a lot of people, I mean, a lot of people liked it because it's kind of funny. Um, but there are some people on there that were just like, what, what were their, their, their sentiment was, oh, yeah, great idea. Fight hatred with hatred. And this they, is they what I'm talking about. Yeah, I know. I couldn't believe it. I was, you know, I thought most people would be like, "Yeah, this is really funny. Who cares?" You know, big gay death party. Here's, yeah, get uh, you know, the Chili Peppers to play. Blah blah, blah whatever. But there were like several people that were like, "Why would we do this? You're no yeah. better than the Westboro Baptist Church." <laughs> these are the same. These are the same people who are anti-death penalty. Fuck, fuck the Westboro Baptist Church. Fuck every member of the Westboro Baptist Church. Who cares? Yeah, you should for a long time. Even if they, you know, completely openly accept gays and they and they go into and they start supporting gay causes and work to like further gay equality, uh, still fuck them. <laughs> like, no, you were an asshole for ten years, and now you're going to get it for ten years. You picketed Newtown, the children who were murdered in Newtown. You picketed their funerals. 
You deserve somebody to take a shit on your grave, Fred Phelps, for every year for the next 200 years. Seriously. And, and the rest of them. And the rest I, of them. I, I, all people of them. focusing on Fred Phelps, I think, are missing the point. Surely the Phelps. Whole church. All of them. Yeah, all of them. Even the one that aren't Phelpses. You know, there's, there's 19 other people in this church. Go apparently. have gay sex. Seriously, go, give gay, go have gay blowjob sex on Fred Phelps's. Like, sit on Fred Phelps's tombstone and have some, like, dude suck your cock every night for the next 15 years. Make it a ritual. You know, Do I maybe, have to? I don't really want to have some dude suck my cock. No, but if you're a gay dude, and, he, no. and th- Fred Phelps deserves this. Then it's fun. You know, that, that's what I'm saying. It's like, he, he deserves this. And will the Westboro Baptist Church continue without him? Who cares? Yeah, they will. You know, they probably will. You know, there, there's enough insane people in that church. You know, I, I, think, I do think he was, the, he was the maybe him and his daughter, but they they were the brains behind the viral trolling. Though I don't know if there's anybody left that has as good of PR instincts. Well, it sounds like the male elders are seizing control. Yeah, but do you think these male elders have his panache for you know trolling? Yeah, that's for, a it's uh, a very for specific PR. skill set. Well, you know, the, so I think the, I think they're just going to like sort of like fade away into just being a little this little insular hate group that nobody hears about. Well, most churches or cults are organized around a single strong personality type like that. Oh, the yeah, trouble the when, when the leader dies. I mean, look at Manson. Manson's yeah. incarcerated. Was that uh, they all kind of disperse? Jim Jones. Well, he killed everybody, but still, David Koresh. David Koresh. Who, who's yeah. the guy that they just put in jail? Who had the uh, you know all the. The, the Mormon child wives, the Mormon guy, Rick something. I forget his name, but yeah, the church is Rick just kind of disbanded. Yeah. So you know, Fred Phelps, I think he's kind of been out of the limelight for a while. He's been out of the spotlight. People have forgotten about him, but Who the church the, still uh, exists. What was the guy's name for uh, Heaven's Gate? Remember him? He looked like a muppet himself. Yeah, but that that guy's another Jim Jones situation. He had yeah. everybody drink the Kool Aid and get on the plane, <laughs> get on, on the get on the flying saucer, get on the bunk beds. I kind of wish the Westboro like Baptist would just do look that. These kick-ass robes and the bunk beds we get to stay in, and look at that guy—he seems totally trustworthy. Do you think Phelps, like when he's into, you know, just minutes away from dying, do you think he'll just go, you know, to his eternal grave, just filled with hatred? I think he's lost his. I don't think he feels anything right now. You think he's except just for like dementia? that he wants to make a BM, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jello poop. Well, He's I don't know. Watching the Teletubbies just drool fucking coming out of his mouth. Four years ago, That's I thought it was I a good to idea to have a big gay death party. I still think it's a good idea to have a big gay death party. So, so, so people, I. whether or not it's going to be a big national event, um, I still think you should just go to go to facebook.com slash Fred Phelps death party and uh, yeah, listen to your ideas. I will, I will go to my local bar. Yeah, why not? Like, what's a gay? Like, I'll have a daiquiri or something. A Cosmo, and I'll go to the jukebox and put on, yeah, like Madonna or Pet Shop Boys. Yeah, that's what you should do. Put on some Pet Shop Boys, maybe some Elton John, and drink a Cosmo in honor of uh, Fred Phelps Senior. I wouldn't mind him dying, though. I don't think the world is going to mourn the passing of that guy. It's gonna be a lot. I mean, he was entertaining. He was entertaining to hate. People, this is episode 424 here at Sick and Wrong. Uh, you know the way the show works. Send us your stories, Sick and Wrong Podcast at hotmail.com or submit them via Facebook or Twitter. If we read them here on the show and give you credit, we'll send you a Sick and Wrong care package. Got a couple good ones here for uh, this episode. Before we get to our first story, 
Here's a word from our sponsor, AdamandEve.com. It's butt plug month on AdamandEve.com. Show that you still care by bringing something new into the bedroom. And by something new, I mean a butt plug. Because if you order right now and use coupon code DIDDLE, you get 50% off your first item, a gift so sensual I can't even tell you about it on this podcast that talks about murder and bukkake, and on top of all of that, free shipping. Support Sick and Wrong by supporting our sponsor, AdamandEve.com, and making a purchase with coupon code DIDDLE. That's D-I-D-D-L-E. So the first story we got here for episode 424 came in from Boo Boo, a.k.a. Justin. He writes, what's up, fellas? I'm just going to go ahead and declare Washington State as the official West Coast version of Florida. I mean, where else in the world can you legally smoke weed and literally fuck animals? Good point. They've also got a winning football team. <laughs> yeah. And do you think there's a correlation there with bestiality no. and a, a good NFL team? No, because they've been terrible forever up until this year. So that one breaks down right away. But do you think it's a component of training the Seahawks go through? <laughs> they get a, you know, fuck several different kinds of dogs or animals. Seahawks. <laughs> <laughs> you work up to fucking a Seahawk. And then you People were ready. People chickens. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. They should they should change their mascot to be, to be more in line with their bestiality. What is the deal though with Washington State bestiality? I know we've brought this up before, but what? Why does so much bestiality go on up there? Is it because there's it's there's it's so rural? You no, know, that also break. I mean, because there's plenty of rural, just as rural, if not more so, states. I wonder, are the laws especially lax in in like prosecuting? Have we ever looked into that? Well, no, not anymore. They 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 used to bestiality was never there. I don't think there's a law against it up until a few years ago. Well, so that's why. Yeah, I guess. And but now I mean, they have still momentum. ongoing. I mean, even though they passed the law, and the law is probably just a fig leaf, anyways. But you know, even if they just passed the law, they've had all these years of momentum where where people are into fucking animals, livestock, and snakes. Yeah, but I'm sure sex. other states. They're also like, oh, have... if you move here, they don't even have a law. No, I think other some other states would like classify it as sodomy, and now you get you know now it's a felony or whatever. I think there were other states like Arkansas was one of those states. I remember something about like yeah, they had laws against bestiality, but it was never enforced because it was never an issue. Whereas in Washington, they made it an issue. It's like we're we're gonna go fuck Mr. Hands. You know, it's like they actually named. The I think you'd be surprised they, they about with. you know if you're an intelligent person who has a weird sexual hangup where you like to fuck sheep, you might seek out the state where like, well, this is a state that you know, yeah, I know that Arkansas doesn't prosecute the law, but it is on the books, and I'd rather be doing this in a state where if I do get caught, technically I can get a good lawyer and he can say, look, there's no law against it. I'm sorry, there should be, but there isn't. Are you implying that maybe? There's this like cabal of intelligent people that have sex with animals. Like these people aren't just malicious rednecks. Oh, I don't think it's a. I don't think it's something. I mean, I th okay. <laughs> I think there's a little bit of yeah. The, the re some reason a lot of people fuck animals is because they're poor. They have no prospects of finding a woman. Like and, in uh, uh, Colombia, did you ever see that with the, the guys that go? It's like a coming of age ritual to go fuck donkeys. I don't know what goes on in Colombia. But I think there's probably other people who are just like, 
Yeah, it's just one of those weird. They're perverse. Heighten our passion. They're perverse. Like, do you think there's? Do you think there aren't intelligent people who are pedophiles? No, I'm, well, you know, you look at a True Detective. I mean, they had a bunch of uh, you know group of inbred rednecks that were raping children, but then there are also these politicians that were implied as being part of this group. Yeah, I think it's a perversion that that spans all socioeconomic and educational and IQ intelligence, you know, ranges. I'm thinking it's a group of uh, Microsoft engineers, like engineers Uh, that work for Microsoft and Amazon. Yeah. And they just get together. Boeing. And and Boeing. And they just get together. Starbucks uh, Corporation. (laughs) You know, they like the Starbucks lady. They're like, oh, a mermaid. No, that's just a fish you're fucking said. (laughs) Not a fucking mermaid. You think it's a mermaid. I'm fucking a mermaid. No, that's a dolphin. <laughs> Look, it's it a manatee. Her. That's a wig. With a wig on it. a wig onto it. So uh, in Jefferson County, Washington, a man convicted of smuggling nearly 400 pounds of cocaine was See, arrested. that's the story. Well, that's Who weird. Who cares if he's fucking animals? He has 400 pounds of cocaine? Well, he is arrested in connection with the bestiality farm. He's now the lead suspect in the disappearance of a five-year-old Kangol Burble mixed dog named Genghis. Did they just make that name up? What kind of dog is that? Uh, it's a Kangol Burble. I've, I've never heard of it. A Kang- I, I probably I'm probably butchering the pronunciations. Kang- Kangol Burble? I don't even know how to say it. Sounds but like it's, the type it's a of big dog. dog. Your, yeah, it sounds like the type of dog your neighbor has and then it mauls a neighborhood kid. And then all the news news crews come in and they go, what kind of dog was it? I don't know. We've brought in a veterinarian and he says it's a Kangol Borble. You remember that, uh, that those white supremacists that lived in the city and they had those two Pressa Canario dogs? That, That's that exactly that what woman? I'm thinking about. And nobody would ever heard of a Pressa Canario before that or since then. Yeah, no, no one's ever heard of that. This, I bet you this dog is a, a similar breed. Exactly. You know, I don't get it though. Do, these, do you think these guys – go out and seek certain breeds to have sex with. Like there's certain breeds that they prefer over other yeah. ones. Yeah. Like I just don't you know, find breed the basset like hounds. like a voluptuous pussy. I just don't find the basset hounds attractive. Their droopy <laughs> eyes, their floppy ears. I mean, I wonder if it gets more specific. Like this one has the best vagina. Or do you think like this Congo burble just has a really tight pussy? Or, you know, the moisture content, the depth you put a lot of the thought angle. into this, haven't you? I'm, I'm wondering, do you think they're fucking... I mean, even, even among human women, you have to admit, the <laughs> pussies are quite different. There is they're a lot of variation same. when it comes to vaginas. There's a lot of variation. So I would think that between breeds of dog, but who knows? Even maybe like in a single breed, they're just as different. So what do I know about But you're animals? supposing that they're having sex with female dogs. What if they're having sex oh. with male dogs? Oh, come on. Are you going to lube that thing up? Please. <laughs> I hope they are. I, I mean, I'm not doubting they do have sex with female dogs, but like how cruel can you get? You know what I think it is? Or, or male dogs, sorry. I think it's more of a, uh, uh, like a, a sense of logistics because you want a dog you could just stand up behind and fuck rather than having to crouch down or get into some weird position. Uh, 
like a like a bass you just hound. get a you just get a bed and stick it up on the bed you figure it out <laughs> i don't think logistics are an issue <laughs> i think it is i think you want a dog what, that what do- i mean i know you're kind of you're not the tallest guy neither am i but what dog can you stand up behind that you're talking about an irish wolfhound one of these dogs these kangle burbles and and an irish wolf guaranteed there are irish listeners at least one who have had sex with an irish wolfhound Maybe. Well, because they're th- those are probably about. I think waste. you want one that has like a docile temperament. <laughs> Do you think they've done? But they've gone through tests. Like they probably there probably are forums where they're like, you know, you should probably just stick to golden retrievers. Well, that's a starter dog. If you're <laughs> that's new a starter. <laughs> to the fucking of animals, I recommend you start with a golden retriever. Some of them actually enjoy it. One time, I had a Doberman. Yeah. Best sex of my life. Like riding a wild stallion. So listen to this guy's name. This is such a bestiality person's name. Bestiality offender. Douglas Spink. <laughs> yeah, you're Douglas right. Spink. You know, he's just fucking animals. 42 years old. He was arrested on March 4th for violating the terms of his parole in a 2005 smuggling case. Apparently, he had been smuggling 400 pounds of cocaine, which is insane because you'd think this guy would be addicted to meth. Or at least cooking. You think if he had 400 pounds of cocaine at one point, I mean, he'd just be living like the high life with high priced actual human hookers and stuff. But this is, I guess, this is what I'm talking about. Clearly, he doesn't prefer women. He prefers men, or sorry, animals. Yeah, no, this is his perversion. Animal men. It's his fetish. I wonder if he watches that movie. uh... Island of Dr. Moreau? (laughs) The Island of Dr. Moreau. (laughs) And just jacks it. Spinks. Spink was banned from having animals at his residence, um, and he was found with a one-and-a-half-year-old Caucasian mountain dog named Baca earlier this month when police knocked on his door to question him about the disappearance of another dog, which is kind of funny to me because a dog disappears in the neighborhood the first place they go. Now, let's go to Spink's house. You know, he's probably got it. He's probably <laughs> chained up in the back. What if you had a dog and you lost it? And then the cops went out looking for it, which do they do that? Seems implausible, but okay. Well, it sounds like they do here. Uh, mm. And then they come back and they're like, uh, yeah, we found your dog. It was over at Spink's house. He was fucking it. Do you want it back? <laughs> I'd be like, uh, not really. <laughs> Wait, you would, you would take your abused dog back? I don't know. Now it's damaged goods. <laughs> <laughs> I might just get a new one at that point. I'd well, never be able to look at it the same again. Well, this this you wouldn't is be able to let it in your bed. No, I mean, would you be worried? Like the dog picked up some nasty habit, right? It's like scooching its ass up against you. Oh, come on, please, it's gross. You probably would have to go through some kind of counseling with it. You know, aversion probably, therapy, or you probably have to take it to like a. Uh, don't they have animal psychologists now? Well, like you know, there's the cat whisperer and the dog whisperer. Yeah, I think you'd probably have to go through some kind of because the dog, you know, its behavior is going to. Somebody change. called the dog whisperer, though. You know, you invite him over to like, oh, well, my dog got raped, and I'd like you to deal with it and help him out. It, but like, is, he's like, I'm the dog whisperer, and then you're like, okay, well, I'm going to go out, and then you come back, and the dog whispers, fucking your dog. You're like, oh, <laughs> the dog's never going to be the same now. Um, Spink Spink violated terms of his parole for being at or around criminal activity at the alleged bestiality farm. Um, this farm that he had been operating in 2010, he encouraged visitors to uh, 
um, use cocaine and then have sex with a variety of different kinds of animals. So you I guess should it was use some dogs. cocaine. Oh, cool. Don't mind if I do. <laughs> now you should fuck that animal. Uh, okay. I don't really want to, but I'm all coked up now and I'm easily suggestible. Could you imagine though? Like I've been to parties with girlfriends. They're like, oh, this guy's got really good blow. Let's just go to his house and hang out. And it's just been like, okay, this guy's creepy, but whatever. I'll just do his drugs. It's fine. But could you imagine if you're with your, your girlfriend or a friend and he's just like, yeah, my buddy is a little weird. He's having a party tonight, but he's got like 400 pounds of blow and it's as much as you want. And you went think, over you there. Know what? No, you know what? If somebody said this guy has 400 pounds of cocaine, I would pass. You just wouldn't want to be involved. Okay, what if he said... Rather not be sodomized by the FBI tonight. Thanks. Okay, but what I'll if he believe. said, all right, this guy's got a lot of cocaine. He'll just give you as much drugs as you want. A he's lot. having a big party A lot tonight. is a good statement. I can live with okay, a lot. Okay, he's got some drugs. You'll get some yeah. free drugs. Big party going on in his mansion because the guy obviously has a lot of money. How many be- How many toilets does he have? Because <laughs> every time I do coke, it's like, oh, fuck, I got a shit. And it's a party and the only bathroom's there next to everybody. I'm going to have to go upstairs and try and find one of those spare bathrooms. I, my question is, how long would you stay once you realize people are fucking dogs? Is the, are the drugs worth it enough for you? Free drugs worth it enough for you to, like, just, you know, sit it out no, and just be like... No, of course not. <laughs> I mean, you make it sound like if you knew it beforehand, like, okay, this guy's got really good drugs. There will be people fucking animals there. You used to make it sound like you'd be like, okay, but I'm only going there for, like, 20 minutes so I can get a rail, and then I'm going to leave. <laughs> I'm, okay, I'm just saying, your friend's like, hey, I got this, this crazy mansion party going on tonight. This dude's got, probably he's going to have a ton of free drugs. Well, does he live in a mansion? Let's be clear. Or 400 pounds in- of cocaine probably is a nice place. I don't know. But, but anyway, you go over there, you're doing some blow, and then all of a sudden you hear like something going on in the other room. You walk in there and there's just a dude fucking a German like? Shepherd. Wait, wait, wait. What does it sound like? <laughs> no, okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty much exactly what it would sound like. I think a couple, throw in some uh, sheep noises, maybe uh, a chicken. <laughs> and then that is the sound of a chicken being sodomized. But I just wonder, how long would you stay before you'd be like, yeah, all right, I'm out of here now. I probably would do two more lines and then I would leave. <laughs> But then you'd start talking to somebody and you'd forget about the fucking animal farm noises. God, that so two two more lines would end up. You'd be there for four more hours. Yeah, that's the thing with coke: diarrhea of the mouth and diarrhea of the and diarrhea of the butthole. Just (laughs) diarrhea of everything. So when the when the cops you know heard about this dog going missing, the first place they go is Spink's house. Knock on his door. He answers the door, wearing the dog's collar. Which okay, I, that's I wonder. The cocaine. That's the cocaine. I wonder if it's some type of foreplay, though. You put that. Like, do you, does that mean you like have? That's the dog you have sex with if you wear its collar, like a oh, varsity like it's a jacket. Party? Like yeah. it's a key party a key for for <laughs> bestiality people. I almost said pedophiles. All right, put all your put all your dogs' leashes in this bowl, and we're all like r- rummage around in there. Whoever's leash you come up with, that's, that's yours. You get I bet you that's how it works. Yeah. Um, Sheriff Deputy here, Alex Mintz, said uh, when they came to Spink's door and he answered wearing the dog collar, he became the primary suspect in the disappearance of this five-year-old Kangle Burble dog named Genghis. Kangle Burble. Yeah. and uh, It sounds like a Pokemon. The owner of Genghis worries that the dog's been abducted into the secretive world of animal sex trafficking. 
I hate it when people buy a like this guy. This so this dog breed is clearly like a Himalayan or something. Is that what you it's said? a large dog? I don't know. You no, know, but it's it's from the region of the Genghis Khan, area, and then you, you name it like an ethnic name based on it, where it came from. Like, give me a fuck. People just with dog breeds are fucking shit. <laughs> You went off on cat breeds last week. Now it's dog breeds. Yeah, go get a go get a dog from the pound and name it like Chuck or something. You're yeah, like, but- oh no, this is a uh, you know, like it's an Irish wolfhound, and you name it Seamus. Like, fuck off. Oh, you're really smart. I just don't think dogs in the pounds' vaginas are moist enough as like a purebred. It's like a dried out crackle. <laughs> have here for the second story all right this story maybe people have heard it but it has to do with airbnb which i guess stands for air bed and breakfast which is like some computer thing that i've never used but i think a lot of people use it what's airbnb.com it's a website right it's a website it's uh it's part of the sharing economy which is kind of like Zipcar. Everybody uses Zipcar. There's some other ones where you don't own a car, but you sort of share a car. You know, you go to this company and they, they have cars and you pay a monthly thing. And whenever you need a car, you get it, but you don't have to like pay insurance or put a car in the garage, do maintenance, all that shit. I thought this was more of a social network. You sign up, you have a profile. Well, sharing economy, social network, whatever. But are you right? paying for a, a membership to this Airbnb? No. Oh, okay. So maybe it's more like uh, eBay. I don't know. <laughs> it's something that to do couchsurf. with Couchsurf.com. That can, remember that, that website that was going around for a while? Yeah. It's more like that. There's also one now where you can, if you're in a big city where you can't find a toilet to take a shit in, you can uh, reserve somebody's toilet in their apartment or home. Really? What's I don't that know what that called? one's called. I don't know, but I've heard about it a lot. God, <laughs> maybe you imagine? So Airbnb, you have an apartment, you know, you pay your rent, or maybe you own a condo in the city, or maybe you even own a home in the city. You know, in San Francisco, that's a tall order, you know, multi-million dollar home. I don't know if you would list it on a website for tourists to stay in while you're on vacation. But maybe if you had like a studio apartment, you used to have a studio apartment centrally located in San Francisco in the Tenderloin. And if you went on vacation for two weeks... You're spending all this money on your vacation and your apartment sitting there empty. Why not mm. rent it out to some European tourists? Well, people used to sublet their apartments. That's different. But That's I mean, more like I'm going to leave for six months and there's going to be another tenant here. And, you know, they're going to pay the rent and uh, take the trash out and clean the bathroom. This is more Airbnb is more like and, and I'm not getting into my issues. I'm just describing share. it for people who don't get it. It's not even share. It's like it's I'm turning my apartment, like I said, or home. Into a hostel. Typically, it's into like, yeah, a little hostel. Well, don't, uh, they, didn't, don't they do that on Craigslist? They probably do, but Airbnb kind of streamlines the process. And really what Airbnb does is it connects people who want to, you know, We're looking uh, for rent this. out, yeah. short-term rental, rent out their apartment to vacationers with people who are looking for it. So that's the baseline of the story. It works. But, uh, so the story happened in New York City, in the state of New York, on the island of Manhattan, actually, which is a place where people want to go on vacation all the time, right? And the guy's a comedian. Exorbitant. The main character of the story is named uh, Ari Temin, T 
Teeman, Teman, T-E-M-A-N. He's 31 years old. And he let Airbnb user David Carter stay at his humble studio apartment in Manhattan. But they're, but they're renting it, though. They're not, they're, aren't they paying him? When you stay at a hotel, do you say you're renting it? Or what do you say? Well, I guess you're paying a fee. You book it. You, you book, book it. it. Yeah. So they, they are. So some, well, they're not just like, we're going to. Like that couchsurf.com thing is you can stay at my place for free. And I can stay at your place sometime. Oh, it was more. What you're saying is that was more bartering. No, no, this is definitely. You know, I'm sure it's through PayPal because I'm sure Airbnb doesn't really want to deal with the payment end of it. Uh, I'm sure it's through PayPal. And no, people pay you, and you, you know, you you list it for a price, and if nobody takes it, maybe you drop the price a little bit, and then which you, is why it's probably more like eBay. So then you, book or maybe it gets bid up. Maybe you set the price low, and a bunch of people want to stay in it one weekend, and you just give it to the highest bidder. So I wonder how much this this room is going as compared to staying in a hotel. <laughs> I don't want to talk about this every week as this is my issue that I always harp on. But if this was a real reporter, they would have found that out and put it in the fucking story. But they so didn't. Because didn't that's a very salient point. How much did this guy get for his studio apartment for a couple nights? Anyway, it's not in there. I wish it was. But David Carter, the guy who said, hey, yeah, I want to stay in your studio apartment for the weekend. He told Ari Temin, and so this is part of Airbnb. Like, you don't just let anybody in there. You get to talk to them, say, well, what are you doing? Why are you staying here? Try and weed out the creeps, right? Well, you probably vet them on the site. Yeah. There's probably a profile. You can read about them. Get the, they're probably rate, There's probably a rating system. Yeah, and this David Carter guy had a verified Airbnb account, meaning they you know, checked his credit, made sure he wasn't a criminal. And he had positive reviews. So he'd rented other people's studios and one bedrooms and two bedroom apartments before. And people said, oh, yeah, he was great. He did a good job, left it clean, didn't leave too many pubes on the bowl, that sort of thing. And he told Temin, the guy who uh, is the um, the tenant of the, the actual tenant of the apartment, that uh, the reason he needed the studio was because his in-laws were coming to Manhattan to uh, be with him and go to a wedding. Very wholesome. All right. It's plausible. Uh, Temin uh, left the apartment the morning because he was going on vacation, which is w- what this Airbnb thing is. You know, you need to leave town. Why should I still pay my rent on my apartment when it's going to be empty for an extended period of time? So he was leaving town. But uh, what, what, hold on a second. What I don't understand about this is the guy's going away for, what, three or four nights? Mm-hmm. Do you really want some stranger in your, your, your dwelling with all your what is, stuff, what is it a, all your what possessions. Is a hotel, what does a hotel room go for in Manhattan? Quite a lot, right? 300, bucks, 300 a bucks a night? 400 bucks a night? Yeah. So let's say, be conservative and say this guy, Gary David Carter, was paying 250 a night. So you're going away for the weekend, uh, three nights, whatever, and this guy rents your studio from you, books your studio from you for 250 a night. You just made 750 bucks. Maybe with taxes, it's 650 I can see that. I'm just I would just be too nervous that some guy's going to destroy my belongings. Well, okay, what about urinate on my record collection? We had this conversation on text before and I didn't want to get into it with you. But do you have a storage space? A secure storage space associated with your unit now? I don't. Did you in your place in the tenderloin? No, I would have. I would have a lot of people it. do, though, right? A lot of people have like, oh, if you go down in the basement, there's this sort of locked storage space. 
I guess if I had some situation like that, I could move anything that yeah. was a... So you take your TV and your records and your computer, and yeah, it takes you about an hour. It's not a cakewalk, but you put all that shit down there, and for an hour, that hour of work, you just made 650 bucks. Maybe this guy's a minimalist, too. He just has a laptop. Maybe he's one of those guys that's just yeah. like, I just have my iPad. All and my music it. is on there, my videos. I don't even have a TV or a computer. Yeah. And he's just carrying that with him. And he just, you know, he's yeah. got his, like, a shitty Ikea couch and, you know, like a fucking futon. Yeah. It's pro- that's probably what this, in this case. So now are you nervous if you're that guy? No, because I don't have anything in my apartment. I might as well run it out to the... Okay, you know. we're coming back to that. That is on tape. You're, you're cool with it as long as your records and computer and shit like that aren't in there. If, yeah, if my records... coming back to that later for like the, sure. Well, the things... Okay, my valuable possessions, things that, are, that have sentimental value to me, if, yeah, if, they're not, if, if, they're, if they're not in harm's way, then who cares? It's just an apartment. Okay, okay keep... I'm putting a Although I wouldn't want that. somebody sleeping in my bed. Uh, no, no, we're getting to that later. <laughs> Let me get rid of the story. Then we are coming back to that for sure. Uh, Tamin, this is a little implausible. And I th- this story has the makings of a hoax, but nothing's come out yet that it is a hoax. And the story's been out for like five days. So I'm going on faith that it's not a hoax, but it seems a little hoaxy because hmm. who does this? He's going on vacation for the weekend. I guess maybe he goes to his day job, but he... He left his bags with his doorman, which buildings in Manhattan have doormen. It's not typical really anywhere else, I don't think, in the yeah. States at least. Well, it depends uh, on the building. And, you know, the tenant or the guy who booked the room had, had come in and taken possession for the weekend, which is fine. You know, the guy, that's why he put his bags because he's like, well, I don't want to disturb the guy. I'm just going to get my bags and then I'll go at the end of the day on my weekend vacation. Or he's, he's a comedian, which is the other reason I think maybe this is a hoax. He's getting a lot of publicity. He got a lot of, uh, a lot of attention from those. But so he, what he's probably doing, he's probably going on like, you know, a multi-town, you know, gig thing for the weekend. He's going to go up to, uh, you know, Boston and do a show and then maybe down to Philadelphia and out to Hartford and do like three shows for the weekend. That's why he's going to rent this place out for three nights. But he goes back, so he goes back to get his bags, goes to the doorman, and he's like, shit, something's going on. He sees the guy in the lobby that he's supposed to, that he rented the place to, right? Or booked the place with over Airbnb. Let, let the guy book it. So wait, this him. is later. He went to work. He came back home to go get his yeah. bags, and he sees the guy in the hallway. The way the article put it is, and then he uncovered the dirty truth. <laughs> the worst part of the internet this is a quote from him he says the worst part of the internet right there was in my apartment hmm goatsy hmm. well it wasn't like there's a sick and wrong convention yeah so i was about to say that. like uh, yeah did did our fans have a meet and greet or something uh what was going on was an x-rated soiree featuring big beautiful women otherwise known as bbws whoa uh a bbw his apartment's sex actually party? in chelsea which is a good central location the party, which is what was actually happening, it had nothing to do with this guy's in-laws or any wedding. But on Twitter, he had posted and advertised the, quote, Triple X Freak Fest, which was wow. a big, beautiful, busty women underwear party where I'm sure the women got him for free. But men were invited upon on Twitter to come over for like 100 bucks per admittance. To this guy's studio, remember. It's probably 300 square feet, if how, that. Probably how many BBWs could you fit in a studio this size? At least five. So five BBWs and like probably what, like six dudes, ten dudes that paid 100 bucks a piece? Well, you can do let the dudes in shifts. He's got it all weekend. Where do you keep the food? 
Because you have to have a, a spread of food there. There's like a kitchenette. I imagine just my my studio apartment was only 250 square feet. It had a decent sized kitchen, relatively. Yeah, but how like many a, fatties could you fit in there? Not not only probably three. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. It's like, but seriously, there, it's, there's a lot of skin to skin contact going on here. Where's well, all the furniture? That's what you pay for. Well, where's all skin the furniture? You're acting like people are like, oh, I don't want to touch anybody. That's the whole point. Yeah, but you can't even move in this apartment. Like, what if you had to go to the bathroom? Oh, you can move. <laughs> the whole is shimmying around and like, you know, that's the point. The friction. It's like being inside a bouncy castle. And there's probably a lot of lube. That's what I imagine. It's like a bouncy castle just full of lube. Doesn't that sound fun? And semen. <laughs> no. Doesn't that sound fun? Well, not the it's semen like a part. nightmare. Um... So there's a, there's been a big article about Airbnb on, in the San Francisco Chronicle this week about how everybody's getting in trouble and it's it's it pretty much violates most leases say that you can't sublet which is just pretty much subletting and actually San Francisco has a law because it's it's meant to like discourage actual landlords from doing this of you're not even allowed to rent an apartment for less than thirty days and so this always violates that but uh, this guy in the story he's being evicted. Because his landlord found out because of all this media attention. Well, yeah, I mean, he violated the lease. Uh, Gawker, the website, reports that Airbnb has since removed this uh, the egregious violator, Carter, from their site. He's no longer a verified member. Uh, but the and the Airbnb company also reimbursed Teeman for all of his expenses because all the BNB, uh, sorry, not the BNB, the BBWs like knocked over and damaged a bunch of his furniture because, like he said, you can only fit so many in a studio. Well, I imagine it'd be like a hippo stampede. Like all your stuff would have been stomped on, tables smashed. Well, a stampede implies you have a lot, of, a lot of room to get running. <laughs> you don't have that much in it. It's more like. You know, a hog pen. <laughs> okay, well, but that's what I imagine. Like any furniture in the way, chairs were probably broken, tables yeah. smashed. I like the concept of Airbnb. I mean, I like that. You know, if I'm not going to be in my apartment and it has a value to somebody, then I, somebody should, like, maybe you should share the profits with your landlord. You probably shouldn't violate your lease. Like, you should probably tell them, like. Hey, you know, I'm not going to be here, but I'm still paying rent, but I can make some extra money. And if I give you 20%, is it cool? Uh, but it's, you know, what sucks is like your Nate, especially if you live in a secure building, like your neighbors are like, now these like fucking trashy tourists are coming in here and shit. That sucks. I would be nervous. Yeah. yeah I, I would be nervous about somebody in my building. You know? But that being said, and I'm going to be, get back to the point you said before, <laughs> I would never, ever, ever do this in a million years let somebody come into my home as just a tourist that i don't know but oh i, I chatted with them on the airbnb site for five minutes for the weekend it's disgust. are you seriously gonna let people have sex dirty fucking sex on your bed and just come everywhere that's the problem i i couldn't let anybody how could you ever sleep in your bed again i couldn't let anybody sleep in my bed it's just and not, that, and not just your bed just coming everywhere i mean the re I stay in hotels for work, just dumbass hotels that are just not cool and not in the shittiest towns ever. And, you know, my cum is just all over the place. <laughs> what, what do you if get? You're a jack hooker, off, you just, just jack right it on off the, like... right on the bedspread. Who cares? You don't even use a towel. <laughs> it is a towel. <laughs> Everything in there is a towel. The carpet, the curtains. I just, I how a would shit? a stranger have any here? respect for your place? Huh? 
How would a stranger have any respect for your place? They that's wouldn't. What, I know. Clearly. That's what I mean, although so whoever does, I, I I'm just I'm not only would I never do this, but if somebody tells me, oh yeah, I, I leased my, I booked my place out on Airbnb, I'm like, I don't know if I can be friends with you because you're a very strange person. Although you know, sometimes it becomes a community type of thing. Like I knew, I knew a few people that did that couch surf website. We have a mutual friend that used to do that couch surf website. Couchsurf is different though because aren't you there while the person is couchsurf? It's sometimes, I have a problem with that just because I don't like people. Like a lot of people are like, "Oh, this person from the Netherlands is going to yeah, be in my house with in me, town. and we'll be friends and we'll hang out." Like I don't want to be friends. Yeah, with they're still new. taking a shower in your shower. They're still shitting on your toilet. You're there. They're going to be on their best behavior because you're there. The whole point is, if you're not there, they're going to be on their worst behavior. So what happened to this guy? Did he sue that 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 uh, Carter? Did the comedian sue sue that? No, he's just being evicted. There's nothing he can do. I mean, he he put an end. He put a stop to the 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 uh, booking sex party. The sex party. But the the sex party left. already happened. The guy got delisted from Airbnb, and uh, Airbnb is giving this guy money to repair all his belongings. But he's being evicted. I guess they're also paying him money to find a new place. So wouldn't you try to sue Airbnb for a lot of money? No. Like a violation of contract? Remember, this guy's a comedian. Think about how much publicity this is for him. And think of the, and think think of about the jokes. Material. Yeah, yeah, think the of the material. material. The fodder you're going to get from this? The bits. Fat person party. He had a fat orgy at his house. You can probably come up with better jokes than we just came up with. Yeah, <laughs> no, he's got a BBW comedian. orgy. He'll be, he'll, be, he'll be using this as his opener probably for the next three years. You should try and get him on the show. That's a good idea. I should have done Ari that. Timmon. He's one of your people. Yeah. Jewish. A Jewish Chosen. guy in New York. A Jewish comedian in New York. What are the Imagine odds? Imagine that in a studio. What are Trying the to make odds? money off of his studio apartment while he's gone for three days. <laughs> what are the odds? You can't get much more Jewish than that. Yeah. People, send your stories to Cigarone Podcast at ahamel.com. We got a few phone calls to get to. 206-666-3846. And we have, we have an email that I would be remiss if I, if I skipped it this week because I've been skipping it for the past like three weeks. Right. Anyway, uh, before we get to our first phone call, here's a word from our sponsor. Hey, sick and wrong listeners. This is Trucker Paul. I got to tell you about this wonderful porno place where you can buy jack-off machines, dildos, inflatable wives. I bought them all. When I go home, I like to diddle my wife with a, a little dildo. When I'm on the road, I got my second wife, my blow-up doll, and my jack-off sleeve. Go to adamandeve.com. Type in the word diddle. D-I-D-D-L-E. And you'll get 50% off all your masturbation machines. Adios, lick my balls. I put a spell on you. So we got a few phone calls here at the Sick and Wrong Hotline. Um, this first call is uh, this is my favorite person of the week here. This is my favorite person of the week. D. Simons, person of the week. Hi, it's just a girl down in Florida. Now it's been forever, but I am still listening to you guys every week. Love you guys. Uh, happy St. Patrick's Day. Happy birthday. Sorry, I missed your birthdays. Um, and I just wanted to call and say that 
Um, your podcast is way better than any of those other comedy podcasts out there. I took Thank you. Sample oh, all, to some of the, all the ones that have shows on network TV <laughs> this weekend, and they suck. Yours is the best, and everyone should know it. Uh, I still love you guys. I think um, everybody else can suck it and sick and wrong rules. Bye now. She's my favorite person of the week. Uh, she got a little bit of a demerits because I, when I hear a, just a girl from Florida call, I want to hear some like she's like a nympho. I want to hear some like weird kinky sex shit. Yeah, didn't she? Used, she used to have like really weird sex stories with like her yeah. friends. Well, maybe she can call back. Yeah, just I, a I girl. I want to point out though with this whole like you guys are the best, whatever. Like, I mean, podcasting is now like a stepping stone to getting like an IFC channel show or a comedy yeah, look at Comedy Bang Bang and. uh Mark Maron, Mark, oh, Mark Maron. Yeah, that show's terrible. He's, he was famous already, but uh, and that, and now they're going to make this. Uh, somebody's doing a Kickstarter for a documentary about podcasting, and I yeah. think we're not going to be in that either, right? I doubt it. <laughs> we could be. <laughs> Maybe I just been. feel like if we are, we're going to be. They're going to edit it to where like we're the butt of some joke. To where it's like they're going to do all these like bio segments, you know, on like other shows where people like made it big. And then they'll be like, and then there's the independent podcasters who never did anything. They <laughs> just keep like, doing it for no reason every week. Yeah, It'll be like one make, of those uh, documentary movies about one of those bands that like never makes it big. Yeah, we're going to be like Anvil. Like we'll, Anvil we're, we're like Anvil. What's the one, the guy like uh, Venom? Not Venom. No, um, Pentagram. Pentagram. We're going to be like Pentagram. Like the, the, or, uh, the guys American that just movie. The, 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 the indie guys that just never really make any money, never but they up. just do it. They just never give up. Yeah, we're, we're going to be those guys. And that's only if all these other podcasts cancel. All right. Then we might be in it. The, but, uh, but the, you know what? The failures that are more, the more high-profile failures than us. What keeps me going, though, is we make just a girl smile. All right? Vertical <laughs> smile. If she sends in a good sex story next week, it'll be all worth it. And I think the reason why we're virtually unheard of on iTunes in America, it's because of our shit story segments. I don't think anybody really wants to listen to that, you know? I, I don't see Comedy Bang Bang doing shit stories. It's a fan favorite, though. It is a fan favorite. So let me roll the theme music. Here's the jingle for the sick and wrong bit. Come gather round. It's all about shit. Yeah! That's how easy it is to get it back on the air. <laughs> we, we had a, do we have a moratorium for a couple months? Oh, maybe like a week. All right. Well, we're back. More shit stories. Here, here's a Marine with a shit story. Hey, Dan Lance. I got to be your only uh, peanut farmer down in South Georgia, but uh, been a big fan for years since like boy, Jimmy Carter. the early days of the Reach Around Foundation. Good Southern uh, Finally. You know, heard something worth uh, calling in about. It's the shit stories with Dan Lance. Uh, I was in the Marine Corps, and uh, when you uh, eat MREs, they plug you up pretty good. And All when the you're preservatives. Doing... Wait, wait, what do you say? You're eating what? MREs. What Meals what's ready MR... to eat. Meals ready to eat. What is it? I mean, like any, any normal person would say it's like a ready-to-eat meal, but in the Marines and the military, they call it a meal ready what does it consist eat? of though like what is it steak and potatoes TV no, the, dinner? You know, it's like a tv dinner but you don't even have to heat it up i think you can heat it up but you don't have to you know they used to come with cigarettes but you know yeah, back but... in the world war ii korea time 
Now that would move the bowels, though. A cigarette after eating right. one of these—that's why you need the cigarette in there. But these have, uh, there's, you know, they're meant to. You don't even have to. You don't have to refrigerate them, so they're full of preservatives, MSG, and other shit. And that's probably what gives you the constipation. Training around lots of people. Everybody's plugged up pretty good. Lots of shit going on, and and you know when you're doing training, you don't just dig a little hole in the woods. They've got porta shitters for everybody. Hmm. And, uh, so yeah, everybody's considering the porta shitter, and uh, I, I'm a man who I can't hover. I can't, you know, Chinese it up on the. Um, <laughs> That's racist. Thing I, I gotta sit down to shit. Yeah, me too. Did he just say Chinese it up? I like squat. that term. Yeah, the squatting squat. or uh, or doing what they they do in Iraq. Yeah, he's got to sit down. I understand. That. I I got to sit down. And we have what we call the blue spider, which is those porta johns are filled with some blue, uh, hopefully uh, antibacterial material. But it's a uh, disinfectant, antimicrobial. You know, it's just blue water that they put in there, and that's what the blue spider is. Is when it when your turf flops. It'll splash up on your ass, and, and that's the blue spider. But <laughs> it said that the splashback dyes your ass blue, and that's when you get a blue spider. I guess. And all <laughs> the other marines, like, it looks like a blue spider, or maybe just feels like a spider, and it's blue. So. Well, it looks like a spider web, probably. <laughs> I don't know. It's just dripping wet. I, I just like I like the idea of all the marines checking out your ass, like after you get a, a blue splashback all over your ass. You're like, hey. Joel, check out my ass. It's like a Rorschach test. What do you see? <laughs> my mother. I can one-up the blue spider. Uh, I was taking a shit one time, and, and it's a big constipated-type turd. Like I said, the MREs, they, they, they'll bind you up. And uh, working that guy out, and uh, I guess maybe I've never been raped, but I figure it's got to be the same. <laughs> It's it, uh, it had my butt kind of opened in. up, so when that thing hit the water, kasploosh, that blue spider came up and bomb. bit me up the poop chute. And uh, that's a true story. My oh, he worst was shitting experience. Wait a second. So wait, he had his, his colon was stained blue? Yeah, because he was gaping. I mean, we've all watched porn. Right. Yeah, Everybody listens to the shows, watch porn. You know what the gape is, right? Yeah, they, there's a, there's actually there are porn videos. Just it's a it's a genre of porn right. called gapers. Yeah, guy, that's the only way guys some guys can get off is looking at the in actual inside of a lady's asshole, they, it, like what staring into her large intestine. Yeah, it's just disgusting. But basically, he took this giant. This shit was so big, his asshole didn't even have time to close up before the blue backsplash came back up and got inside. That can't be healthy. No, I, I I wonder like how long your uh you know your sphincters died blue. <laughs> Papa Smurf. <laughs> how about long the gape hole was? It's ever in my life. Uh hope y'all enjoy it. I hope it inspires the uh the theme song. Keep it sick, keep it wrong, the peanut farmer in South Georgia. How how did it ruin his life? His asshole's blue. <laughs> well, his asshole's blue, but I mean, how many people Inside. are really seeing it? Like, I, I just don't get it. I mean, it, maybe he's just, you know, uh, you know what happens with people in the military? PTSD. Oh, I bet you that's Can't forget it about it. Yeah. Every time he sees, uh, you know, Selsen blue. Uh, a blue, blue squishy. Curacao, like a blue slurpee. He probably blue flips slurpee, out. Yeah. That fucking shitty blue Kool-Aid flavor. 
the Smurf. The shitty blue Mountain Dew. It's, it probably, yeah, it probably gets flashbacks. He gets flashbacks and goes crazy and shoots a bunch of people. <laughs> All because of that blue disinfectant they put in the shitters. Uh, we got one more shit story. Sup, sick and wrong? It's Milo. And I'm on the road doing some motherfucking sales. Milo is a perfect awesome? UK person name. Almost as good as Ian. I just picture a guy uh, just bald with like one hair that comes out and he had a shirt with his name on it that says Milo. He's really skinny. Like Charlie Brown? Kind of, but more He's like... Bald um, with one hair? No, did you ever see... Uh, what was that show? Um, Angus, the Oblongs. Yes, yeah. yeah the kid it's in the Charlie, Char- Charlie Brown-esque. Yeah, kind of. But this dude's a salesman, and that's what he does. And I've got a shit story for you. And yes, I'm fucking English. No, I'm not from fucking Scotland or Ireland or Wales. I'm from England. Get your fucking accents right. Right, yeah, we can't here's get my right. shit that's story. Why I so, I was on a train. Actually, no, I was at a train station. And I really needed a shit after a night of heavy wife beater drinking and uh, some other you can get pretty hung over from wife beater stella if you drink enough of anything really yeah but i've had like i've knocked back like five or six stella a couple shots of jameson i've been pretty hung over the next day pretty tore up that'll happen (laughs) yeah drink a lot of water next time it's a good idea bits and pieces and my ass was filling up with a liquidy brown sludgy substance yeah well, that's one and thing about the Stella yeah it basically wait what would you do it doesn't plug you up <laughs> that's not the problem <laughs> the opposite problem I thought he was talking about English food here for a second there <laughs> you mean Indian food like, Same yeah thing. Indian Curries. food bangers and mash Vindaloo. going through the turnstiles and it happened I shat myself it was dribbling down my leg like a warm thing that smells of shit. And Good description. I was pretty worried because my train was in about three minutes. So I ran to a local it. Marks and Spencers. I don't know if you have them, but it's a fine purveyor of uh, clothing. Wait, okay, why would you do that? He's going to go get new pants. His train's coming in three minutes. You shit yourself. It's like, I'm sorry, other pass- fellow passengers. You're going to have to smell my feces for the next ten minutes. No, he says he's going to get new pants, though. I can't believe he's going to make a pants transaction and still make the train. That's what I'm saying. It's like, I would make my train and just be like, it sucks. People are going to be annoyed. He's going to try and tell us that he bought the pants. Didn't change, though. Got on the train and changed on the train. That's what I'm predicting. And uh, I bought some new trousers and asked for a a second carrier bag to put my uh, shitty trousers in. Or soiled trousers, if you will. at the Uh, the Got onto the train, still wearing my shitty trousers, with uh, Pooh now making its way into my shoe. Uh, I got straight into the toilet as soon as possible. Took my shitty pants off. And and shitty trousers, that uh, is. Put my... um, shitty trousers in the spare plastic bag and threw them out of the train window. I was about to say, if he kept those trousers, he committed yeah, the number one uh, sin here of shitting your pants. You shit your pants, you throw away the yeah. underwear, you throw away the pants. It sucks. 
See, but he almost made the same mistake you did. They call underwear pants over there. Trousers are what we call pants. Underwear yeah, trousers. Call pants. So underwear and trousers. You just if if there's feces on them, you just throw them All away. All the things that are on your bottom half. Yeah. As I opened the other bag to put on my new trousers, I'd realized I'd thrown the new trousers out the window and indeed still had my shitty fucking pants. <laughs> so twist. I had to wipe them off with water Amazing and twist. have a three-hour train that, that was a good twist. That is how True Detective should have ended. That's how a lot of shows should have ended. That was an Seriously. amazing twist. I did not predict that at I all. did not see that happening. I wish this guy should write for Walking Dead. <laughs> sat in my own motherfucking filth. Keep the show up. Keep it sick and wrong. I love you guys. You know, I wanted this. This this is the perfect time, and I'm just not good enough at imitation. But this is the perfect time for a Big Lebowski modified quotation. <laughs> <laughs> he joggled himself. <laughs> he joggled him fucking self, man. He joggled him his fucking self. He choggled He himself. did choggle himself. Yeah. You're right, he, man. Dude, he choggled and fucking his fucking self. Think about it, though. He choggled his pants, took them off, and then threw out the good pants and had well, to no, put the no, shitty pants back he on. He shit in his pants, and then it, upon putting his shitty pants back on, that's when he choggled That's when he himself. choggled himself, yeah, because he, he got rid of the good pants, self, so he had man. to put the... He had no choice but to put the choggle pants back on. He choggled his fucking self, Walter. <laughs> I can't believe we were so fucking blind. Never saw that coming, though. Thank yeah. you, uh, Milo, for that. People, that a, send that in your shit stories. We're bringing back the bit. Moratorium's been lifted. Uh, you can send them to, or give give us a call. And uh, yeah, call them your shit stories. 206-666-3846. Real quick, you know, I haven't, I kept skipping this email just because we've ran out of time for emails, but I'm just going to go through it real quick here. Hello from the UK. I've been patiently waiting to see if you'll read my email that I sent to you a few weeks ago. To see if you want any cool jewelry or key rings made for you. But while listening to the other old episodes, I heard you read one of my other stories. I wanted to add to my first email. I don't want a care package. I'm the Jess that was saying, you helped me through working obscene hours. You were curious what I did. You should know now I'm a self-employed jeweler. It's known that self-employed people will happily work 60 hours for themselves to avoid working full-time for someone else. That makes a lot of sense. I thought it could be fun. To make something for Dee's brother. Uh, the guy with the sexiest voice and laugh I've ever heard. Do you, think so? Do you, think, do you think my brother's voice is sexy? <laughs> That's how he laughs. Does sound like him. Even if he sounds like he has 10 fags hanging out of his mouth when he laughs. You know, he usually does have 10 fags in his mouth. Uh, do I mean Once again, this cigarettes? is a translation issue. <laughs> Is there something you think I could make him well that he'd actually keep? Tell me some ideas and I'll work something out. Sorry for the long email. I can't fucking help it. Jess, the jeweler. Well, he loves his cock hat. He, that's a rooster, yeah. He loves I saw him the other day hat. with the cock hat and I pointed out or I asked him if it was the new cock hat because he, he auctioned the other cock hat off to some guy at the bar. I think we talked about that. Yeah, no, it's his new one. He bought this it This is online. the new one. He, he likes, said, yes, this is the new one. I think she should make him a goatsy necklace. I don't know if she'd be able to do that, but... That'd be hard. Well, maybe she's that talented. If she's that skilled that you can make a goatsy necklace, I bet you my brother would probably wear it. A rooster, a goatsy... 
Yeah, a, co- a rooster, my brother would definitely... That's kind of like my brother's spirit animal. What about an Xbox controller? <laughs> I don't think he would wear that. Maybe he would. I don't think he would wear that. But he would probably wear a rooster or a or a cock or a, or a goatsy pendant or something. Right. I have to check out this girl's... Uh, this girl's she didn't even give me her website for us to or Etsy store hmm. to uh to promote. All we know so. is she's called Jen and she sells jewelry on Etsy. Jess. Jess, oh, Jess the jeweler. Sorry. Uh but yeah, make a goatsy necklace for my brother. He'd probably appreciate it. Maybe he'd even come back on the show. Yeah, doubt it. <laughs> <laughs> People, thanks for listening to the show on uh, iTunes. We appreciate that. Just go to iTunes, do a search for sick and wrong, subscribe and rate and comment. Uh we've been getting a few ratings. Uh, this month, and uh, we definitely appreciate it. it boosts visibility here for the show. Also, T-shirts available at the Sick and Wrong store, sickandwrongpodcast.com slash store. You can support the show by buying a logo tee. Uh, if you buy a T-shirt, we also send you some stickers as well. Uh, finally, here, Sick and Wrong Song of the Week was sent in by Jeff. He says, you guys should dedicate this one to Fred Phelps. I can't think of a song he'd hate more. Yeah, this I think I think Fred Phelps would really hate this song. It's it's a by an artist named Fly Young Red, a black male rapper, and uh, the song is called "Throw That Boy Pussy." You heard hmm. this, Wackerly? Yeah, actually, I have, <laughs> and um, that's why I said that uh, the uh, Blue Spider guy might actually inspire the song of the week. Yeah, probably does. I, I imagine Fred Phelps. He obviously doesn't like gay people, but I bet you he gay black people, gay black men. He probably what hates the most black people. Okay, you think black, Fred he, Phelps was just a big fan of actual black people in general. Probably not. I doubt he likes black people. We know he doesn't like gay people. Most black, foreigners, gay I men, bet you he doesn't like or ethnic uh, groups. Yeah, I just think any ethnic gay person probably hates him more than just the regular one. Anyway, the song's hilarious. There's a line called "clap." There's a line in it called "clap that ass on this dick." There's also one about eating that whole like Pac-Man or something. <laughs> so. We're gonna dedicate "Throw That Boy Pussy" to Fred Phelps. In fact, I kind of wish if I was Fred Phelps' hospice nurse, I would just put this on like headphones and just mm-hmm. put this song on repeat for him. Tell so the family, out his like, final oh, days. I like to, uh, one of the things I do as a hospice nurse is give them soothing sounds of the ocean, a babbling brook, or a rainstorm. <laughs> just to, just to, to calm <laughs> their nerves. Throw that boy pussy. Over and over again on repeat till he finally croaks. That'd be great. Anyway, um, people, thanks for listening. We'll be back next week with episode 425. Till then, take a sleep. I can't wait. <laughs> Let me get a rubber, beat it front up back, round of applause, make that ass clap, 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 clap that ass in the split, let me see you clap that ass like a bitch, yeah, I'm trying to get you back home and see if you can clap that ass on this dick, yeah, I see you over there twerking, that ass got my attention, I hit your ass with this dick, send that ass home limping, low. 
What's your real name? And not your jack name. Bend it over, bust it open, bring it back, man. Hold it open, I'ma eat it like a pack, man. I'm trying to beat it out the frame and get you back pains Cause I'm nastier than him And I got more cash than him And I was trying to fuck your friend But you got more ass than him Yeah, I see you over that twerking That ass got my attention I won't see you throw that, throw that, throw that, throw that, throw that boy pussy Will that boy pussy Shit like Bismarck Key and say you just a friend. Oh, look, throw that head back like you got a 27. Yes, throw that ass back like you riding an 11. Okay, bend it over, show them ratchet hoes who you better than. All them hoes broke, all them hoes is irrelevant. Throw that ass, I'ma catch it, beat it, stretch it, eat it, pass it. Cause I ain't trying to arrest it, and I ain't trying to handcuff it. You throw that ass like it's nothing. But I won't see you throw that, throw that, throw that, throw that, throw that boy pussy. Roll that boy pussy. Throw that boy pussy. 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 Throw that boy pussy. Roll that boy pussy. Throw that boy pussy. 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 Throw that boy pussy. Roll that boy pussy. Throw that boy pussy. 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 Throw that boy pussy. Roll that boy pussy. Anyway, Genghis may have been abducted into the secretive world of animal sex trafficking, which means he's been taken, and he might just have to go find him. Would you do that if you knew, like, your dog, like, cops came back to you, and they're just like... This is like a Liam Neeson situation? this is your... Okay, this is your dog that you've had for, like, 11 years. 11 years. You don't know me, but (laughs) I have a specific set of skills. I will find you... Waggly, let's say you had this dog for 11 years. It's your dog you've had since it was a puppy. And then it went missing. And then your neighbor or your, the cops came by and they were like, listen, we got, we got a tip that uh, your dog is in some kind of Filipino sex cult. And we kind of know why, where why it is. Why did you really bring the Filipinos into this? Because there's a lot of Filipinos in Alameda. Oh, that's true. So a Filipino sex cult. And uh, you know, we, we just think we wanted to let you know we're probably not going to be able to get it back. Would you go and try to, to save the dog? Like Kurt Russell, Liam Neeson style? Like I'm talking Liam Neeson, like go and just destroy Paris, like be a total dog cock blocker. Are, are we also assuming that I have the Liam Neeson skills to even find out where the dog is? 
No, this is you now. Like you're a podcaster. Well, I just wouldn't find the dog. <laughs> would you just I mean, be I'd like? Go... But would you be like, "Fuck it, I'll go get another dog." Probably, yeah, I guess. Because <laughs> worst... I'm not going to find it. Yeah, but you might as well try. I'd put up some signs, uh, like <laughs> "You don't know me, but I'm going to go to the Kinkos and Xerox some pictures of my dog in a cute picture and say I'll give you a hundred dollars if you return it." <laughs> it's a specific sket set of Kinko skills. Are they going to be color copies? No, I don't have that much money. <laughs> I'm only paying ten cents a copy. You'd be the worst dog owner. What? Your dog would, just, your dog would, would you totally do? be sold in the sex way. You I live in what? Thai town? what? You live in Thai town? What if it was? What if it was your dog? It was in a Thai sex cult, and the cops say we all we know is a Thai sex cult took your dog. What are you going to do? How are you going to find it? I would just go and I would, uh, you know. Go where? What direction? I would There's go to 360 one of these Thai degrees restaurants. to walk. I'd go to one of these Thai restaurants, go and like sneak into the kitchen, you know, I don't know, take a gun and like tie one of the guys up, put a bunch of sriracha on this guy's nuts until he tells me where the dog is. That's what Liam What Neeson if the guy had nothing to do with it? <laughs> There's well, like he... 50 Thai restaurants in your neighborhood. They all know each other. <laughs> I think they would they would point me in the right direction. That's at least, that's how it happened in the movie Taken. I didn't know I was in the presence of a badass. <laughs> I'm just saying, I'm a devoted dog owner. Like, I would love my dog because mm-hmm. it would be something I care about. But uh, obviously, they're just a throwaway thing to you. Well, like, I don't uh, have one, so. <laughs> <laughs> Which is why, this is why I don't have one. Because I don't want to have to worry about being abducted into sex trafficking. <laughs> 